You're listening to the Play, Teach, Talk podcast. I'm Tiffany Thompson, a speech pathologist with over 20 years of expertise in working with children under three years of age and their families to help them understand language and communicate more effectively. My specialty is in working with emerging communicators with few or no true words to reduce their frustration, help them interact and play with their peers and family, and learn to truly enjoy the back and forth of functional communication throughout their daily routines. This podcast is not intended to diagnose speech-language disorders, but is more of a general set of suggestions for children who are experiencing delays in their language skills. For recommendations or therapy specific to your child's needs, consultation or evaluation with a licensed speech-language pathologist in your city is highly suggested. This is season four, episode 18 of the Play, Teach, Talk podcast, Prompt Training and DTTC. I was, I was uh, inspired to do this episode because I just recently completed a, my first prompt training. Um, and I put this together because I wanted to let you know about a more advanced way of helping kids who are really having a hard time um, getting access to speech sounds even though you've either been trying to work on um, getting them to speak more clearly at home or you've had them in speech therapy for a short period of time and they just don't seem to be making a lot of progress or there seem to be so many issues with different sounds that um, it doesn't it doesn't seem to make sense. You, they are responding, they might be trying, but things just don't seem to be clicking just from basic um, visual help by watching how you pronounce things with your mouth or what we call placement cues, which is where you talk to kids about how to make the sound. With the B sound, I'm going to put my lips together and use my voice and make a burst, buh. Um, so these particular types of strategies are used for kids who are having a little bit more trouble or if they have some sort of issues with motor planning, it doesn't have to be a formal diagnosis of apraxia of speech, but the idea is that the brain is having trouble getting the um, muscles of the mouth to coordinate and move from one sound to another across a word. And so there are a lot of sound substitutions or things being left off. So prompt itself, I'm gonna talk more about prompt just because I went to that training. Uh, it stands for Prompts for Restructuring Oral Muscular Phonetic Targets. Um, and there's a lot of different things. There's a whole philosophy of the prompt techniques that I'm not going to get into. There's approach and there's a system that basically where you kind of figure out how to do the treatment. Um, the idea of prompt is that there that we want to communicate and that there are ways that we can um, provide touch cues to the outside of the face to help reprogram the um, neural system to help kids be able to access the sounds a little better. Um, and these touch cues, like I had said, are all outside of the face. So there's nothing intrusive. You don't ever use your fingers inside a child's mouth for the prompt uh, cues that we use. Um, and it's looking at how the child moves their mouth to make the sound. So do they open their jaw as much as it is expected to make an ah sound, which is about one of the widest um, mouth 
openings, jaw openings the child has? Are they challenged to move on what we call like a vertical plane up and down with a jaw movement? Are they more challenged to move on a horizontal plane, like being able to spread wide or um, round their lips to make the sh sounds or e? or ooh. Um, and are you also seeing an involvement where it's hard to move the tongue in certain ways? Are we keeping the tongue kind of in the middle of the mouth or far forward so that we can't move it back to get like K and G sounds? So that's kind of the idea with prompt is it provides touch cues to help kids learn how to get their, their tongue or their lips or their cheeks or their jaw into the right position um, to, make those, to make those sounds a little more clearly. And then DTTC, I believe it's dynamic tactile and temporal cueing. It's the same kind of idea. I'm not going to go far into it because I've not had that training, but it is something to think about if you have tried traditional ways of teaching um, articulation to your child and there doesn't seem to be a whole lot of progress being made. Um, another thing you might uh, check out is, does it seem like your child is making speech sound errors that, that they say, say some sounds very clearly. So like maybe they're getting an S sound or an R sound very, very clearly, but the sounds that you would expect them to be able to make like a P or a B, they're not making and not just because they kind of at rest have their mouth open. You know, some kids have big tonsils or adenoids and they just kind of hold their mouth open a little more. And so P's and B's can be difficult for them for that reason. But if you don't see anything as an issue, but they just don't seem to be getting that vertical jaw movement up and down to make those sounds, it might be more of a motor planning issue that they're having um, to be able to get those sounds out. So this is just another tool in your toolbox of options and ideas for helping out with those speech sounds if you're having trouble with clear speech after some work. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, it would help me greatly if you subscribe or leave a five-star review. For additional content, including YouTube videos, articles, handouts, and help catered specifically to your child's needs, please visit playteachtalk.com.